Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Save Your Sanity. We are going to talk today about something you might not want to acknowledge. And when it's happening to you, it happens in small little increments. You might not think about it. You may justify it. You may excuse it. You may even make excuses for it. But I really want to encourage you today to look at this topic as real and to look at your life and see if any of it actually applies. Because today we're going to talk about Time's Up. 14 ways you may have experienced abuse without acknowledging it. So anything more that you want, remember to go to forrelationshiphelp.com, find what's there for you. Go to my YouTube channel, For Relationship Help. So much there for you. And if you want my personal help, of course, you can get that at For Relationship Help. So today, it's really important to understand that there are 14 things that you might have let slip that you didn't really want to acknowledge was actually going on in your relationship and that it was happening to you. So yeah, it's a big deal. Being abused is a big deal. And yet I have hundreds of clients who've really not wanted to call it abuse. And over the years that's happened because for many, abuse, well, that's a a taboo. They don't want to touch it, at least for a long time after the fact, maybe. And for other people, they just didn't want to make any waves. They didn't want to upset any apple carts or blow whistles. And they were afraid of reprisal or things getting worse. And that may have been a very real fear and a wise one too. But many people have been and are being abused and they don't even realize that it is abuse. And that's because things have happened to them in their early life and somehow it just seems normal and familiar. And what doesn't seem normal and familiar, you can kind of justify. So you hear more and more now about domestic violence and physical and sexual abuse, and that's a great thing. But emotional and verbal abuse, they need to be outed. They badly need to be outed and loudly too. You know, recently we've had this event with the U.S. Olympic gymnastics team and Dr. Larry Nasser, and this is a prime example of why we need to out this now. Although he received a sentence, which is really a death sentence in the words of the sentencing judge, he, he got a sentence of 40 to 175 years. Where were the willing ears when the first victims came forward 20-some years ago? 
who justified, rationalized, or made excuses for the so-called quote-unquote stories these children in gymnastics brought home? Who didn't want to lose their power by taking this seriously? You know, who wanted to cover it up, hoping it would all go away? Well, the answer to that is too darn many people. Maybe people in your family did the same thing to you or people in your church or your school or your workplace. And that's simply not all right in any way. So I hope you're agreeing. If you're not, you may be denying what's happened to you. So if that can happen in an Olympic program with the three core values that they state on their website of excellence, friendship, and respect, well, what's up with that? Excellence? That's easy. Stand out, give your best. Friendship? Well, I guess that's admirable. But then there's respect. Hmm. For what? For whom? When? When it's convenient? And in families... Well, there's no committee for that. Each family makes their own values, either consciously or by demonstrating them by the way they live and treat each other. It's kind of the same for workplaces, except there are regulating bodies who may or may not serve well. So it's quite possible to be abused or to have been abused and to not be acknowledging it for the abuse it is or it was. You know, abuse happens to women and to men, and for various and different reasons, each gender processes it, it somewhat differently. But shame is the big factor. So I want to focus our attention today on emotional and psychological abuse, which often includes verbal aggression and abuse. So do you know what emotional abuse includes? You need to know this so you can get real about what may have happened to you or somebody you care about. Emotional abuse includes being confined, being isolated, being verbally abused, being humiliated, sounding familiar, being intimidated, being infantilized, meaning treated like a child or any other treatment which may diminish your sense of identity or dignity or self-worth. Is that ringing a bell at all? Can you think of times when you were humiliated or intimidated or threatened? Is there someone in your life who makes you anxious just thinking about them, thinking about when they're going to come home or when you have to see them next? Maybe you're walking on eggshells around someone. It could be covert. That's why you're not thinking of it as abuse. You may have been in a home where you desperately wanted the approval of a parent, probably because that parent was withholding it from you, and your parent frequently demeaned or belittled or, or degraded you, and you really wanted them to like you. So you decided it was your fault. In your mind, you decided it was your fault, and children do that readily. Do you think that could have happened to you? Because that's how covert and submerged it can be. And it happens over and over to children. And when it happens, this sets you up to accept this abuse from others in your adult life. Yeah, you become used to it. It seems normal, even if you don't like it. It becomes how you see yourself in the world. And it's not right 
or acceptable. And just because there's no mark on your body doesn't mean there's no scar on your heart or your mind. Oh, you didn't put it there. Someone was abusive to you. There are big consequences to internalizing abuse as your fault. It results in low self-esteem and a, a willingness to put yourself last in any situation. Or maybe you don't have the confidence to speak up and actually say what you need and want and think or what your opinion is. Maybe you don't think you matter. That's huge. Maybe you don't want to rock the boat, even when the darn thing needs to capsize. I remember when I was told by my parents in a very, very strange way that I didn't matter much. I told my parents that the babysitter had molested me, and I was nine years old. And I told my parents that he was just about to show me where babies come from. And they came home early and fortunately stopped him in his tracks and he rushed out of the house with his money and hopefully his tail between his legs, no pun intended. And I tearfully summoned up the courage. It was hard. And I told my mother and father as they leaned against their bed, which was next to my cot, nine years old. Yep, you might ask why I slept in my parents' bedroom, but that's a whole story for another time. So I told them, and my father said nothing. And my mother, the hijackal, said, you have to be lying. Nine-year-olds don't know those things. Now, I was a pretty bright nine-year-old, so I said, then it must be happening to me or I wouldn't know about it. And that's where the conversation ended. Amazing. So I had the same conversation about the incident with them again when I was 40 years old. My father said he'd never heard about it before. And my mother unbelievably gave her same ignorant response. Now, that's what happens to many kids, way too many kids. The parents deny the abuse. In my case, it was simple. They didn't want to hurt their relationship with the next door neighbors whose son was my babysitter. So they chose the next door neighbors over me. That's abuse doubled. So emotional abuse extends to not wanting to look into the allegations of sexual abuse. So it continues. So is it possible that a parent abused you? If so, it will affect your adult choices and your relationships, and it can affect your career and cause you to sabotage your success. And is it possible that a partner abuses you or did abuse you? Yes, of course. Patterns of abuse abound in relationships that people sadly call love relationships. You can do the math. All these questions point to potential emotional abuse. So here are the 14 questions you need to think about to identify any emotional abuse that occurred in your life. So think about a partner, an ex, a parent, or any other significant person in your life, particularly when you were growing up. And here are the 14 questions. 
Did they threaten violence or threaten to leave and leave you with nothing? Did they frighten you intentionally? Did they make you afraid that you or your children or your siblings would be left without the money, care, shelter, or food that you need if you don't do what they want? Did they lie to you frequently and possibly about you as well? Did they speak poorly or inappropriately or degradingly about you to others and particularly in your presence? Did they withhold important information from you or lie about important information? Did they try to keep you from seeing friends and family or tell lies about you to the friends and family to get them on their side? Did they make fun of others for how they look and speak and dress on a regular basis and make fun of you too? Did they ever tell you that you are too much trouble, no one would put up with you, and you're lucky to have him and her in your life who will put up with you? Did they ignore you or tell you to be quiet or give you the silent treatment for days? Did they criticize you often in private or in front of others? Did they just generally treat you with a lack of respect as though who you are just doesn't count? Did they treat you as though you're a child or talk to you in that way, trying to be your parent, even though you were an adult? And lastly, did they give you orders without consultation and expect you to do things just because they told you to, even though you were an adult? So, wow. Do you see what I mean when I suggest that many things that are abusive are often not seen as abusive by the person being abused? Once an abuser has you in or her sights in the crosshairs of abuse, that intent is to wear you down, to tear you down, and exhaust you in order to gain control and power over you. And abusers are really good at this. You, especially if you were a child, you just had no experience to draw on. You, need, you, you needed those giants in your life, those parents or those adults, in order to survive. You knew that. So in order to survive and get them to feed you and take care of you, you bent to their demands. But no more. Do not let this happen to you in any area of your life at any time from this moment forward. If it has happened and you recognize it right this minute, get help. I'm always here to help you. Go to forrelationshiphelp.com because this is very difficult, if not impossible, to heal and recover from on your own. I've had clients who have abusive partners, exes, parents, adult children, co-workers. It doesn't end. I tell them this, don't be hooked on hope that the abuser will change. They won't. What is happening or has happened requires so much work and willingness to shift. So no matter how much an abuser promises to change, 
Do not believe it until the behavior has changed and maintained for a year. That's when you know it may have been heartfelt and you can begin to trust. So now that you've had these thoughts, and now that I've pointed them all out, those 14 questions, do you think maybe you have been abused and made excuses for it? Are you ready now to acknowledge that it was abusive? It's not a fault. It happened to you. You didn't make it happen. So you can acknowledge it. And that's the only way to get on with having the relationships in life with yourself and other people that you really want. And yeah, it takes some work. But I'm here. I'll help you. Just go to fourrelationshiphelp.com. Let's get started. You can have your first one hour session for only $97 so that we can really talk about what's possible for you. And if you haven't been abused and you haven't made excuses for it, maybe you know someone who could be helped by hearing this. And you can better understand now that you've read this, what they're going through. So share this with them. Tell them to listen in and see if those 14 things make sense to them. In either case, whether it's happening to you or it's happening to somebody else, step up. You know, this is the first moment in your life you can do something about it and you can't do it any younger. And now is the time to play on your own team to really say, yes, I did have that happen to me. And I say no to that now. And I'm going to learn exactly how to say no and keep that no going. Because it's a problem for all of us to fix and we need to do it in our world. And we need to begin with doing it in our personal world, in our personal space. And I hope you will. I hope you'll really think about that because you deserve to have a great life. You matter. You're precious. You deserve to feel loved. You deserve to feel worthy. You deserve to feel cherished. And the only way that can start now is with you feeling that way within. And sometimes that takes more work than you'd like it to. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and I hope you are getting something from this. I hope you listen to all the other uh, podcasts in this series because it will really help you understand what you may have not been seeing, what you may have not been willing to see, and that something may have been abuse. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4RelationshipHelp.com, F-O-R-RelationshipHelp.com, or visit me on YouTube at For Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show. Bye.